0: Jesus, You're the wind beneath my wings. Sweet Jesus, you're my melody and harmony. Sweet Jesus, you're the eyes that I see through. Sweet Jesus, yes, shall we pray? Father,
1: in the name of Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you that you live the nine just to come for that one. We thank you for not giving up on us. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for making us partakers of the divine nature. We thank you that we can call you Father and that you call us your children. We pray that may Christ alone be exalted in our midst. In our discussion, in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Wow. We do not cease to thank God for the gift of life and for qualifying us to see another day. Indeed, it's not a gift that we take for granted because immediately we check out of this body, we cannot add to anything else we have done. Our time is up. But as long as God has qualified us to see another day, that means that we are not done with the work that He has for us. And I pray that your only desire, your only source of satisfaction in this life will be to do the will of he who has sent you and to accomplish it. We welcome you all again to our tonight's episode of, I think, our third episode of For Your Safety. Our fourth episode of For Your Safety. We have looked at who told you. We have looked at why the world it, And tonight we'll be looking at his poema this will be our last but one remix version <laughs> his poema and he'll be inviting an anointed woman we <laughs> invite baba to take us through the remix of his poema
0: thank you very much for this opportunity it has always been our prayer that christ be exalted in all our meetings and all our messages And tonight, as we have prayed, we praise him that Christ be exalted, even in this remix version. Amen. So, as we all know, this episode is for our safety. It is expedient that we remind ourselves of what we have learned so far in the word of God so that in case we are missing something or we are having the tendency to forget something that has been learned over here we bring ourselves back to remembrance and tonight we are considering his poema I think that was the fifth episode we did in regards to this podcast and I mean our series don't follow any rigid particular order, but then by the grace of God, it follows suits series after series, linking all the series that we do together. And we are taking his poem, so we move straight into it. Our anchor scripture for this particular series was Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, which reads, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. Amen. So, we titled this His Poema, taking the word Poema from the Greek word Masterpiece. So, we arrived and concluded in this series that we are God's masterpiece realize that maybe sometimes you are traveling, you look around, you see a very high mountain, you look at how the sea is resting at its side, you look at maybe the birds in the sky and everything, the plants that we see around and you wonder, wow, God's handiwork is very nice. But then... God doesn't look at any of these things and calls it his masterpiece. Rather, God calls man his masterpiece. God calls man his poem. So, you are the masterpiece of God. And we define masterpiece as the best and the greatest work of, let's say, an artist. The very best of the very best of the handiworks of an artist. So, in this scripture, the preceding verse before we arrived on this scripture was talking about how our salvation is a free gift of God. And then we come to it that so now that we are saved, God is calling us his masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. So, in this very episode, we took our time to break the masterpiece down, got to realize that man is God's masterpiece. God has loved the world for a long time, but a saved man, someone who has accepted Christ, is God's masterpiece. And we learned also in this episode that a Christian life is an exchanged life. God has exchanged our sin and given us salvation. And then we get to know that now that we are being saved and in Christ, God calls us his masterpiece. We are the very best of God. So we established over here that regardless of what may be happening around, maybe you look around and things don't seem to be going in the direction that you expected to go. No, you are still God's masterpiece. We tend to believe every other record. We tend to believe everything that people say about us rather than what God says about us. Sometimes we go to church, we sing, I know who God says I am. We sing the song so loudly, but genuinely and ideally, we really don't know who we are. Majority of us fall in the side that we don't know who we are. God says we are his masterpiece. Aside everything that seems to be happening, you are God's masterpiece. If your life is going on how you planned it, fine, you are still God's masterpiece. Regardless of what seems to be happening around, regardless of the troubles that you may be going through, the scripture over here is telling us that we are God's masterpiece. And that needs to be established in your heart. You need to understand it, that God calls you his masterpiece. And that is the very good thing that comes with this Christian journey we think, oh, I know who God says I am. And God is saying you are his masterpiece. It has to sink in your heart. It has to go down within you, that no matter what, I am God's masterpiece. God says you are a chosen generation. This is the word of God concerning your life. You believe it without any iota of doubt you believe it with all your heart that god calls you his masterpiece rather than believing other records of men because to god you are his masterpiece he sees you and he sees a wonderful and a fearfully made creature and then we moved on to the next part of the series that was the second episode and we took the next portion of the scripture the scripture reads for we are his masterpiece so for the first part we learned about his masterpiece and then we went on to created in christ jesus created in christ jesus and over there also we learned from the introductory part and all that That. We being his masterpiece, we are now created anew. Some versions even bring the word created anew in Christ Jesus. And we learned from the introductory part of that episode that God is interested in making us a blessing. Rather than giving us so many blessings, so maybe you desire to have cars, multiple houses, fast back and couch, and all that, that is good. But what God desires is that you yourself will be a blessing unto others. That was how we introduced this very episode. And then we went on and further established that whatever we are is because we are created in Christ Jesus. We learned that from John 1, 3, scripture said that all things were made through him and without him was nothing made that has been made. I just paraphrase the scripture. So if God is saying that we are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus it means nothing about us is outside of Christ. And then this particular episode, the big question was thrown to us that, are you in Christ Jesus? Are you in Christ Jesus? And a typology that was used in the scripture to describe everything was Noah's Ark we learned from this particular episode that all those who entered the ark survived and nothing outside the ark survived except the fishes in the sea and that was giving as an assignment so everything that was inside the ark survived so the question now is are you in christ jesus are you in christ or you are outside christ maybe you are a christian you are born again but now you tend to entertain or associate yourself with things outside of christ that may seem pleasing and comfortable to your situation but the scripture is saying that we are his masterpiece created in christ jesus because in christ jesus you are accepted you don't live a life of fear in christ jesus like the reason and the purpose for god it has been said through almost all the episodes of our podcast that is jesus christ So the question was shown that, are we in Christ Jesus? Are you in Christ Jesus or you are outside Christ? The truth is, if you are outside Christ, you are not going to survive the storms of life. You are not going to survive the hurdles that believers go through each day. But if you are in Christ, you are safe. Bible says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So if you are in Christ, you are safe. But if you are outside Christ, then we are sorry. But then you are not close to saved. So you need to be in Christ Jesus. You are saved as a believer. So I remember in this very particular episode also, we were given an assignment to find out all the in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, that Paul talked about in his letters. Because for you to be in Christ, I mean... Your life is hidden with God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So you must be in Christ Jesus. That was the central message for the second part of this series. Because in Christ, you are accepted. In Christ, you don't live a life of condemnation. In Christ, you don't live a life of fear. In Christ, you are full of life and hope. So are you in Christ Jesus? That was the biggest question that that was thrown at us in this particular series. And you are God's masterpiece because you are created in Christ Jesus. If you are not in Christ Jesus, you are not his masterpiece. You are his masterpiece because you are created in Christ Jesus. That was how we went about on the second part of this episode and then we came to the third part of this particular series that is created onto good works and then for this particular part we took our scripture from titus 2:11. 11 for the grace of god that brings salvation has appeared to all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly, righteously and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. So we read Titus 2, 11 to 14, zealous for good works the scripture form the basis of our third part of this series that we are his masterpiece created in christ jesus onto good works and then over here also we established that the reason for our creation in christ jesus is to do good works and then we firmly established also that good works is not being a philanthropist no good works is not doing charity donations to orphanage homes and all that that may be a form of good work but then we clearly stated that good works is a product of being redeemed in christ good works is a channel through which god flows through people you must be a channel to which god will move in the life of someone. And over here also, we look at the scripture in John 5, the man that had been lying at the pool of that We learned a lot about that. And he didn't have anyone to push him into the pool, so he had to be there for 38 good years. If he had gotten someone to push him into the pool, maybe he had received his healing earlier. So that brings us to those good works that we are talking about. We learned also that the good works is the product of the anointing of the Holy Ghost and power. From Acts 10.38, how how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about, we all know that scripture. So this is where the good works stem from. And as a Christian, the masterpiece of god created in christ jesus you are supposed to do good works there are no excuses there are no justifiable reasons as to why you shouldn't do good works. you should stand in the lane for god to use you to bless the life of another you must bring clarity you must give direction and insight to others that is the form of good works that was established over here. This is the form of good works that Jesus expects us to do. Zealous to do good works, as the Scripture also said. It means you shouldn't be lackadaisical in doing good works. Like it should be hitting your life every day when you have not done any good work, that you should stand in the lane of divinity and access what God is saying about something, access what God is saying about someone and reach out to that particular situation or reach out to that particular person and perform what God wants you to do in that person's life. So we learned that if you are in finance, if you are in economics, any area or any scope of life that you find yourself, you must do good works good works are not only for pastors or people in ministry good works are for every believer because that is why you were created in Christ Jesus you are created in Christ Jesus to do good works you have been called to preserve the lives of others because jesus said we are the light of the world and then the salt of this earth so that is why we are created in christ jesus to do good works. so we have to ask ourselves like are we doing good works then you ask yourself am i doing good works if you're not doing good works then You are not really fulfilling the mandates for which Christ is masterpiece. You are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus. All of this is happening because you are supposed to do good works. In this present day of evil all over the world, you are to stand in the gap and do good works. You have to find out for yourself, is God using you to bless others? Is God using you to touch lives? Is God using you to become a blessing to those around you? That is the good works. You have to pray, study the scriptures, to know the word, how the word relates to every situation that comes about in life, and how we base on the word to act upon any, any encumbrance that we face to become a blessing unto others. And then we moved on to the very last episode in this our series titled His Poema. And this particular episode took the last part of the scripture, that is which God had ordained before us that we should work in them. And over here, we learned about the immutability of God. We learned about the immutability of God because the scripture said, which god had ordained before us it, means it had been ordained even before you were born a long time ago because god lives in eternity god lives in eternity and we live in time so we have to understand that god who is our father is immutable and then we learn three things here that will help us in understanding god's immutability we learn that understanding that our father is immutable that is, he lives outside of time he lives in eternity we learn that it produces peace when you are rest assured that you live in time and your father lives in eternity you have peace Throughout the changing scenes of life, throughout all the things that will go on, you are not perturbed, you are not disturbed because you know that maybe what may be going on in the present age is only lingering for a while because your father has preordained before time that you should walk in them. So you are not moved, you are not disturbed by things happening around. So that was the first thing we learned over here. The next thing we learned is patience. That one from James chapter one, verse two to three. The Bible says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. This is how we live our lives. Countenance all joy, even when we are facing various trials and tribulations, knowing that these things will produce in us patience because we are patient, knowing that we live in time, but our God does not live in time. Maybe you need a child, you need a job. In the agenda of God, you already have a job, but then because you live in time, you have to wait for it to manifest in time so you are patient you have that kind of patience knowing that god who is your father who dwells in immortality has already sorted you out but it is a matter of time for it to manifest so in all your dealings you are very patient with god and the third thing we learned over here also is faith it teaches us to have faith in God because God is our Father. We can't see Him. He's a spirit. He doesn't appear to us physically like how we relate with our physical parents. He's our God. He's our Father, but He's a spirit. So anything that happens around us in life, it teaches us to have faith in God, knowing that our God will do it, our God will come through for us. So we must learn these three virtues or these three principles when dealing with God. Because what he has said, he will do it. It is impossible for God to lie if he says you are his masterpiece. He means it. He doesn't lie. He is God. You must know these principles and abide with them. Because God says you are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus unto good works this is what god says concerning your life if you take the cv that god has about you this is what god has written about you that you are his masterpiece and if you know this word if you have this at heart you can never be disadvantaged in this life you know that all things are working together for your good because this is what god is saying about you this is how god sees you so i believe that this episode about remembering everything that we have learned about being god's masterpiece will go a long way to help us and remind us in case we are losing sight of the fact that God calls us his masterpiece. This is just to guide us and encourage us that this is what God is saying. We are his masterpiece. We can never be disadvantaged in this life. And truly, this series is for our safety. Amen.
1: Amen and amen. God bless you so much for the reminder that We are God's masterpiece. And the only instance in which we are God's masterpiece is because we are created in Christ Jesus. We are created after Him, whom the Father delights the most. And why were we created in Christ Jesus? So that we can be that channel through which God will flow, through which the supply of God would be sent or will be distributed to the needs of men. And whenever we become that channel through which the miraculous supply of God reaches the needs of men then we are fulfilling his good works. So if the supply of God at a particular instance is financial blessing and you meet that need in the lives of a group of people or a person, then you are working in good works. And the only way you can also do this good works is when you are anointed by the Holy Spirit. Because then you can have access to the miraculous supply of God and then you can adequately dispense this supply. To a crying world. We must tell us so that the world is waiting for our manifestation. The world is not waiting for our presence. The world is not waiting for our announcement. The world is not waiting for our banners, but the world is waiting for our reaction. And then the last thing is that these good works have been ordained or have been preordained before the foundations of this world. Wow. And all that we are supposed to do is to walk in them. That is why who told you is very important. Because when you know what the Father is saying concerning your life, then you have crossed the first hurdle in walking in the good works which God has ordained. Indeed, we are God's best. We just want to spend some time in prayer. The Father speak to us, reveal unto us the part of this revelation of who we are in you that we are not fulfilling. Some of us are battling with identity issues. We have still not settled in our heart that we are God's masterpiece because we are considering the bamboozment of life. We are considering our bank account we are considering our marriage we are considering our relationship status so we are still finding it difficult to accept that we are god's best we are looking at our mistakes we are looking at our shortcomings we are looking at the things that we knew that we should have done that we still did and we are already disqualifying themselves but the bible says If we accept the testimony of men, how about the testimony of God? For the testimony of God is greater than the testimony of men. And the testimony of God for us this evening is that you are God's masterpiece. You are God's best. Father, remind us, show so us which path that we are not yet living up to the building. Maybe God has made a supply available to you, yet still you are holding back. Maybe there are colleagues at work that are playing the buffoonery, and God has placed you there to be the light of that place. Yet still due to fear, fear, you are being like that one seven. You are bearing your talent, but God through the agency of His Word is calling us to arise. He's calling us to arise because our light has come. He's calling us to arise. It's only when our light so shine that Gentiles have come to our rising and kings have come to the brightness of our sun. God speak to us, Lord. Let us know which path that we are not living up to. Speak to us, Lord. Reveal unto us, Lord. the aspects of our that you are not feeling, Lord. Are we being that channel? Are we aware of who we are in you? Are we working in that good way? Father, minister to us, Lord, because we know that whenever you are speaking to us, you are speaking to us. The word is for you. It is not for your sibling. The word is for you. It's not for your parents. The word is for you. It's not for your beloved. The word is for you. And God word to you tonight is that you are his masterpiece. And the the only way you can exude the fullness of your stature is when you are fully functional and resident in Christ Jesus. Then you can be a channel through which the supply of God is made available to the needs and the cry of man. People are crying for men. People are crying for men. And God is crying out of heaven. I am also looking for a man. I am also looking for that the vessel. I am also looking for that vessel. May we be those vessels, Lord. Just as Jesus said, a body God has prepared for me, and lo, I come in the volumes of the book it is written of me. Jesus knew that he, the lamp, was clean before the foundations of this world. So when he got to that sentiment that he had to lead out his life, even though it was a battle, but he knew clearly that this was the path of for him. Father, grant us the grace to accept our lot. Grant us the grace to accept the path that you have chosen for us in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Wow. So thank God for his words and for his reminder indeed is for our safety. But within next week we'll be looking at our last series that we'll be doing a remix. I'm sure it'll be an extended remix. <laughs> thank you for being with us. And obviously we are getting close to our one year anniversary. <laughs> wow, we thank God. So remember to, to give God your best. And please make sure that you go and pay all your debts and make sure that the only thing you owe anybody in this life is love. Bye bye.
0: Bye.